Hey guys, welcome to Soul Coach Speaks. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're one of my faithful listeners, thank you so much for all your love and support. I truly, truly thank you guys for supporting me throughout the years and throughout this podcast. I've been all over the place with this podcast and um, it's like my diary of my spiritual journey that I share with the world. And now we're in 15 different countries. Uh, It's just so surreal. And I just want to thank you guys for hanging in there with me. Uh, So this episode, (laughs) I just finished doing my yoga. I feel so good. Uh, This week's episode is about surrendering. Now, this is something that I'm having the hardest time with, and I wanted to share that with you guys this week uh, to share my story. So hopefully it helps you guys along on your path. So let's get started. All right, you guys, make sure that you're following me on Instagram, TikTok. Um, All you can do is just Google the Soul Coach and I will pull up um, all of my information. It's out there, my new website, my products, uh, everything. If you just Google the Soul Coach, uh, it's pretty, pretty awesome because I've been working on my brand for years. (laughs) And uh, and now I can just say Google me and it pops up my picture, everything. So it's amazing and I love it. So anyway, uh, this week's episode is about surrendering. Uh, So I am going to be very candid with you guys about what is going on uh, with me because I feel like, you know, you're my people, you're my people. And I feel like you want me to win. If you're listening to this podcast, you want me to win, right? Because I want you to win. And I normally don't say anything about things that I have coming up, but I feel like this is therapeutic for me. And I'm not going to go into detail, but I'm just going to give you the gist of like surrendering. There is a, everybody knows that I've been uh, wanting to open up a storefront forever. And every single time I try to go and get it done, something always fail. And I talked to one of my friends and she has a, a business in Slidell, Louisiana. And she's like, maybe you're just not ready yet. And I was like, mm-hmm, I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you know, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm missing something, you know, whatever the case is. But literally, like, I could go sign the lease and something to happen. Or, like, literally one uh, realtor disappeared from the face of the earth. I don't know if he died. I don't know what happened. Okay. It literally is like that. And it is spirit blocking me. So at first I thought maybe, you know, I don't say anything on Instagram because I don't, you know, because some people act like they're happy for you, but they're really not. And then their envy will block your blessings. So I don't really say anything. Right. Um, But I've been wanting this for so long and so bad, and there's a particular way that I want to do it. And just to give you guys a background, my previous career was in retail. And I don't know if I talked about this before, but I was a district trainer um, for some luxury brands, and I ran uh, several stores. Uh, my resume from my retail career is extraordinary. And I say that because I started when I was 16 and I just maneuvered my way into positions of power 
that most black women have not seen, right? I'm literally like a pioneer for like one of the luxury brands because there really wasn't that many uh, black women in positions of power. And I, I've always like opened up stores for different companies. So I know what that looks like from A to Z. I was a store opener for a department store at a very young age. And I used to travel around the country. And that's what I did. I didn't have any children. You know, I had my son late in life. So I had my son, you know, um, but anyway, uh, as what society say late in life, I wasn't late in life. It was a perfect time, right? But anyway, um, so I did all of that for years. And I trained uh, store managers and GMs on how to run their stores. I trained people on, and I also trained them about recruiting and getting the the right team because that to me was like, that's what I was known for. And I also was known for the fixer. I would go into different retail stores, and it's whatever company I worked for. And I would go and I would fix the store. I would go and either I would like assess it to see if it's like, is it the store manager that needs to get fired? Is it the team? Because it always starts with the team. And it always starts with the lead. Like if you are the GM or you are the lead and you can't seem to retain people, that has a lot to do with you. Um, but anyway, uh, I just did that for so long and I got completely burnt out and I got away from it and um, I started going back to school and I started like becoming a hypnotherapist like I did all this stuff and then I went back into retail because they were dangling this money you know in front of me and it's just funny because a lot of people think when you work retail you don't make money but I was making very close to six figures um, as a luxury brand. And um, and we're not even going to talk about the bonuses and the, um, the benefits that I had uh, throughout my career. It was insane. Like, I was with a company that literally paid me to have my son. Like, that's how crazy it was. Like, they gave me a new parent bonus and they gave me this extra time off. And then they gave me another, like, a little stimulus thing. It was insane. Right. So when people think, oh, you work retail, they kind of turn their nose up and they're like, oh, you probably didn't make minimum wage. No, I didn't make minimum. I haven't made minimum wage ever. <laughs> I'll be honest with you with that. And then that's not like a flex. It just is what it is. But I have a legacy of fixing stores and grooming, uh, not grooming people. I don't like to say that word grooming, but um, training people. And uh, it's what I've been doing my entire adult life in Louisiana. And I'm originally from Mississippi, but Louisiana is where my work history, my adult life has been. Okay. Um, that being said, I had gathered tools that I needed along the way. Because when you are a GM or a district manager or a district trainer, you have people that come to you with things that are not about the store. Okay. You are a psychologist, you're a counselor, you are a confidant. Um, I've had so many people come into my office crying. Um, me being able to be empathic, to understand what they need. Um, and also understanding the professionalism of it all. So as I navigate through, um, the 20 years of work and I finally like uh, of working retail and working for uh, these big name boxes and multi-million dollar businesses, I uh, I know that I can do my own. I can do it in my sleep. 
So I left. I de- I left the retail, and then I was going to do my my business, my healing business, and then I left. And um, because one of my old managers dangled some money in front of my face, I was like, yes, and uh, that happened. And then for like a year and a half, I got away from like you know my healing business, like all my training that I did and certifications. I got away from it. Then I was like, okay, bro, you with that bullshit, get back. Because what happens when you are on your path and you are on your purpose, spirit will test you all the time, okay? And even if you, hey, you need this money or this income, you cannot forget about your purpose because that money is for you to be using for your purpose. That job, that career is for you to be using for your purpose. And a lot of us get tunnel vision and sidetrack because, and you get both of them because you're just like, hey, let me just focus on, you know, my job and my career and forget about my purpose. And what happens is things that happen and come in alignment where, your career or your you get tunnel vision on something that it doesn't work out and that's what happened with that job it was like I had to be pushed out of it until the point that I was sitting at my desk and they were like if you don't get your ass up out this fucking store literally that's what spirit was like get your ass up put your keys in the safe and walk out this door right now and that's exactly what happened (laughs) Like it was so strong. It was like you will never leave. You will be here forever because you're loyal and that and you've got to leave, April. Like you've got and they have put me in positions where I have been pushed out because they know that my worth ethic is so crazy that I would work five hundred hours a week. If that's not even possible, but I would just so that, I mean, like, you know, I got to get things done because I would go above and beyond for these companies that could care less. I mean, I'm irreplace. I'm, I'm replaceable, right? Not irreplaceable. I am replaceable. And I worked for these companies for so long and got bare minimum, you know, in some companies, you know, I don't even want to get into it, but being a black woman, I wasn't even getting paid what I was worth. Uh, compared to my counterparts. And uh, so I left it and I went back into like, you know, um, to my purpose. And then I got another opportunity. And this has been going on for a while. So in 2019, I had another opportunity. And this is something someplace and I've been working at like part time, like, you know, and I went full time and it was like a bad decision. It was a bad decision because it wasn't a bad decision. Let me not say that. It was something that I needed to see for myself because I needed to learn that I can do it for myself. And the owner literally said, I don't know why you continue to make other people rich when you can do it for yourself. And I just looked at him and now those words pierced my soul and my spirit because I know that, right? I've been doing this for so long. I have been counseling people. I have been mentoring people. I have been, and that's across the country. I have been doing this for so long. And, um, my career came first because I didn't have children at a young age, um, so all of my 20s, I um, I worked 
right? I, I mean, I bust my ass for these companies. So when he told me that, I just, I wanted to cry like right there on the sales floor, but I didn't. And um, so that process just taught me a lot about like me, about like, you can do this yourself. Like spirit had to show me like, April, you've got to believe in yourself. And that's exactly what happened. I learned a lot about business from him, but I also knew, um, I learned about like just me and how I show up in the world and how I would want to run my particular business, which I have been doing for so long right and uh and then 2020 hit and then 2021 like I started my products in 2020 and then 2021 was really good I was doing pop-ups and I was getting momentum going I was like I gotta find me a space and I have to have a space because um I have a big home but at the same time it's very like it's not I just want a place that's just for my stuff for my my stuff right and um and I kept looking and I was like, well, you know, New Orleans is where New Orleans is home and it's where I want to open up my healing center. And they have plenty of healing centers, but they don't have any places where you can go touch. Like people need to be touched and healed and Reiki and energy work. And they need that um, outside of spending $200 Reiki session at the Ritz-Carlton. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a Reiki practitioner there. I'm just saying not Ritz, but you know, like. The only time that I've seen Reiki has been like at high end places where they charge an arm and a leg and people um, that really need those things aren't able to afford them. Right. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it in New Orleans because New Orleans is my home. Like it's my spirit. It's my home. Right. And then all the stuff was going on with my mom in 2022. And it's just been a roller coaster ride of me like trying to deal with like uh family property, um, all this land that we have. I don't even know what to do with. I don't know because everybody's getting older and I'm the one that's here, right? So it's like what do I what do I do? And as far as like my mom is concerned, I am her caretaker. So uh, she's not immobile, but she doesn't drive anymore. And she's just at an age like she just want to chill and, you know, b- whatever the case is. So um, I'm in Mississippi now, um, which is a hard. It's been a struggle. Let me just say that because my life and love is in New Orleans. It always has been Louisiana regardless. It's, it's, it's there. It's in me. It's who I am. So I, uh, I've been pushed. So when I did a pop-up in Mississippi, my line was around the freaking corner. It was insane because it's not available here. And there is, I have a peer that's not, you know, she's maybe 45 minutes away from me and, but she's closer to New Orleans area. And, um, I feel that spirit strategically places us healers in different places for us to heal people. If you look at the climate in the world now, everything is batshit crazy because I just feel like these principalities and and entities have literally taken over. And I... um, 
and I'm needed. My set of skills and experience is needed. There's so many healers out there that are fake, um, that are just out here to get money. Um, and they're making more money than us, the ones that are being authentic. But that's besides the point. That's not even for me to worry about. But I'm just saying that I'm needed. Right. Um, when I have my clients, they're like, oh, my God, like, I'm so glad I found you, you know, and it was it's literally a referral process. So I was like, how do I get myself out there? And I've been wor- working on that this year. OK, 2023. That's one of my things I'm going to work on. So fast forward, um, I have this opportunity in Mississippi and it is a. The spot is, I don't even know, like, God literally was like, here, April, <laughs> this is yours. And I have been getting in my own way about it. And the reason I've been getting in my own way about it is because it is almost too good to be true and fear. And I don't even know if the fear is mine, but it's fear that's there. It's fear of being judged by my family because they don't know what I do, really. Um, being fully my authentic self in an area where I'm literally in like the Baptist Catholic belt. Um, it's Mississippi. <laughs> Nothing is innovative about it. Um, But the people that need me, they need me. And I had to, so many times I have gotten in my own way about it that I had to remember to surrender. And I know that surrendering in the past and in different situations have worked for me. It wasn't immediate, but it was like one of those things like I have to let this go. Not let go of the location or whatever that I know that I'm in alignment with, but let go of the outcome, right? Letting go of the outcome so that spirit can really show up in a way that you deserve. And that is a hard pill to swallow when you are a control freak (laughs) and you are the head of the household of your whole life. I have no one to answer to but me. And uh, my son, my son is there. Uh, I love him two pieces. And, uh, and he's my number one supporter, my number one cheerleader. And and then I have my mom, right? And uh, she's not like that. She's not. <laughs> we've got a, we've got a relationship. So anyway, um, I had to surrender the outcome of it. And when you are the head of the household, when you're the person that is in charge of everything and everybody and clients and and people that are um, like your family and, and clients and your mom and your son, it's hard for me to step back and be like, okay, I'm going to let spirit get it this time. I'm going to let... Because you think about all the outcomes of what things could happen. Like maybe this should happen or that could happen or this could happen or that could happen. And the fact that I'm even in Mississippi is a miracle. Okay. I do not like Mississippi. I'm very clear on that. 
However, um, I feel like right now this is where I'm supposed to be um, because I kept fighting it. For the last year or two, I was like, I don't like Mississippi. I do not. Everybody is like... If you look at the laws that are happening in Mississippi, it is insanity. I'm needed here. And my people, my tribe is looking for me to be in a position so they can come see me like a beacon of light. But I cannot be a beacon of light if I keep dimming my light, getting in my own way. And rather, it's at this space where I feel like I'm in alignment to be or another place. I'm telling you right now, it has been quite the process, the spiritual process of surrendering. And I am surrendering this situation and allowing spirit to lead me instead of me leading it. And it's hard. And yoga has helped me calm my little OCD behind down. <laughs> I have like, chill out, bitch. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, stop getting in your own way for things. And uh, it's been uh amazing uh and hard and i wanted to share this with you guys because i know that there are so many of you guys are like getting in your own way not following your path not being on your purpose allowing other people in your ear this path is lonely and uh having the right support system around you uh when you have moments of weakness helps um, someone that's not going to judge you, someone that is going to pour into your cup. And that's why it's so important for us healers to have that balance because we give so much of ourselves all the time that it's important that we have someone to, to pour into our cup and to feed us. It's very important. So I just wanted to share that with you guys on surrendering. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, rather, it's a building or a shop that you're um, opening or business that you're starting or if you want to be in, humani- in humanitarian work, um, justice or whatever the case is, follow your purpose and allow spirit, God or whatever your religious background, uh, allow that per- allow that to lead you. Like, I'm allowing my spiritual team to lead me. How can I not allow them to lead me when I they lead me with every client that I have? Every reading I've done, every consultation I've done, every coaching I've done, spirit has showed up and be like, hey, da 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 So why would I not allow that happen to me in my life, right? Um, when I do my own cards, it says success. <laughs> but me, I'm like, oh, no, but what if? That happens when you, and it's a trauma response. Um, and I'm learning that, right? Because just because I'm a healer doesn't mean that I'm not going through my own shit because I am. And I am learning as a trauma response because I am so used of being let down. I'm used to being let down by friends, family, work, everything. And I walk with like that on my shoulders, right? It's in, it's in me, like, 
something's going to fail. <laughs> and uh, instead of thinking that I'm going to win, like it's all going to work out. And that is what I've been telling myself, even on this weight loss. I'm not even on a weight loss journey. Let me not say that. I'm on a health journey. And on this health journey, um, I'm holding myself accountable. I have a bad sweet tooth, right? Um, and I know that, you know, um, so I need to stop eating sweets so much in moderation, um, getting out, exercising more, uh, continuing it. That's why I did the, the committed to myself 40 days of yoga, which has helped me tremendously. Um, I'm energized. I feel good. I went walking on the beach today. Um, it was beautiful. And that's a, one of the positive things about Mississippi is, you know, I'm on the Gulf Coast and the beach is right there. Right. <sighs> Drop to the beach, just sit on the beach, um, Kano and Yamaye and uh, tune in and ground myself. So I'm very grateful for that. Uh, it was still hard, though, for me to understand, like, the trauma response that I have when it comes to allowing other, rather it's my spiritual team or anyone else to take control. You know, um, growing up, uh, it was uh, me. <laughs> with all this responsibility and I would navigate through, but like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Hyper-independent. It's hyper-independent because I was always let down. I was let down as a child, um, adult, you know, just all these failures, and you know, when it comes to relationships and I just wanted to, I don't want to get in my way anymore. I want to be happy, and in order to be happy, I have to understand that I can't control everything. And admitting that I'm a control freak is step one, okay? Admitting that, you know, maybe I need to sit my ass down somewhere and allow things to happen is hard for me, but I'm recognizing it. And I hope that my story helps you on your journey. And that is the whole purpose of this podcast is me sharing my journey, my ups and downs and around and roller coaster rides, (laughs) Uh, trampoline park life (laughs) Um, with you guys so that you don't feel so alone, so that you understand that like you're not crazy. Uh, You are a control freak (laughs) because it's based off trauma and uh you uh, will be okay, <laughs> but recognizing it and understand and holding yourself accountable for it. And I had a an ex tell me he was like, "You are so fucking controlling," and I just was like, "I know." <laughs> he just couldn't do nothing but laugh. I remember we were in our kitchen and in my kitchen, we didn't look together, and he just started laughing. He's like, "You're so fucking controlling, April," and I'm like, "I know, I know, I am." And I just, I can't help it, but I want to be better. In order to be better, you have to change and you have to change things that you do daily. And so I pray every day and every night. I always pray, but my prayers are different. And my prayers have been for the last couple of weeks has helped me 
be better with surrendering. Help me be better with my walking by faith, not by sight. Help me be better with being open, with allowing people to come in and being vulnerable. Like those are the things that I've been working through for the last month or so, really. Um, but the last couple of months, it's really a couple of weeks. It's been about surrendering, allowing, allowing people to help you, um, reaching out, asking, and it's been helping me tremendously, especially with like doing a yoga 40 days and then like changing my eating habits and just taking more vitamins and herbs and things to help my body. Cause I need a healthier April. Uh, hope that this reach who it needs to reach (laughs) because this was something that was on my spirit to talk about and that's why this podcast is so late I was going to talk about something else I always do I don't even know why I write an outline because spirit be like no we ain't gonna talk about that today we can talk about this somebody needs to understand that they need to surrender Somebody needs to understand that they need to let go of control. Somebody needs to understand that you need to allow your spiritual team to lead you. And don't worry about it. That's the message for this week's episode. I hope that it finds the right people. That is my intention. Thank you guys for all of your love and support. It's greatly appreciated. I had to take this long sigh um, because I'm in a good place uh, physically and spiritually. And um, and I'm grateful. I'm truly, truly grateful. And if you want to donate to my center and to my shop, rather, it's in Biloxi, Slidell, or New Orleans, um, please uh, go uh, Google the Soul Coach and go to my website and I have a donation uh, link in my link tree. Um, if you want to go on Instagram, you can just go to my bio and you can hit donate. Um, all donations are grateful. I have zero right now. <laughs> zero. That's why I have no expectations of anything. Because, you know, um, I know what's going to happen um, when it's supposed to at the right time. And... Um, but I need you guys to donate if you uh, want to help me get get the like the vision that I want. I can easily open up a little shop that's like whatever. But this is on a whole nother level. And it's my vision. And I've been doing it for about 20 plus years. <laughs> I'm old. I'm not old. My son told me to stop saying I'm old. But I am. I'm getting old. I'm getting older. Let me just say that. Um, I'm not a sprung chicken anymore, but I know what I want and I'm not selling it until I get it. And you need to be that same way, right? Um, and also uh, be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Um, they always say Rome wasn't built in a day, but I always say that um, when you take one day at a time and be in the now, not in the past, not too far in the future, because that builds anxiety, but in the here and now, and do one day at a time. Set your goals, mark them down, write them down, and navigate your spiritual journey one day at a time, okay? (laughs) Thank you guys so much for all your love and support. Make sure that uh, you visit all of my social media. Google the Soul Coach, the S-O-L-E, 
coach. And uh, hit me up. Reach out to me. Send me a DM. Send me an email. Uh, let me know that you're listening. Uh, write a review. That's important. <laughs> On my podcast. Because that pushes it up so more people can hear. All right. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for listening to Soul Coach Speaks. Thank you.